Welcome to Dustress. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dustress, a podcast by An Elder's Dream Games. My name is Tracy, also known as the Hive Queen. I'm going to be your GM for this story. Uh, we have some really great players joining us. Uh, we have Action Forge, Brian from over at Action Forge on YouTube. We have uh, Dawn, which you may know from Hexgrid and from Pokemon Seichal. And of course, we have Sean, our owner of Elder's Dream Games, finally getting to be a player instead of a DM. So we welcome you to come along on this journey with us. Um, of course, we encourage you to join our Discord where you can discuss the podcast with the cast and crew themselves and sometimes pick up a little bit extra information. Uh, we will be releasing every other week. Our patrons do get the uh, episodes two days early. They are published into the Discord for the patrons, so you can check that out if you're interested. And with that, we will get on with the game. Thank you. All right, so I think we're going to start off. I want each of you to take a turn and introduce yourself and whatever you want known about your character to the audience. Do you want us to introduce us as us too? I'm yes. Don. Oh, gotcha. So, who wants to go first? Well, um, okay. <laughs> go for it, <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Hi out there, audience. <laughs> My name's Brian. Uh, you probably know me previous to this from the Action Forge YouTube channel. If not, you should go learn about me from over there. Um, but no, um, I'll be playing Russell Clark, a... Um, a old west gambler with a complicated past and i'll leave the rest of that figuring out to you guys as the story moves on okay uh i'm don you may know me from my pokemon seicho podcast uh i'm around i am playing brigord he is an he is a he's a, a native american warrior set in the time before American colonialism, I guess, would be the best way to say it. And he has a very simple past. He was a hunter-gatherer. And that's really all it's important right now. Hello. I'm Sean. Uh, God damn it, my brain just likes to fucking shit all over itself. Um, hi, I'm Sean. I'll be playing Rick, uh, the... Fuck, I did it wrong. Here, let me help you. Guys, this is Sean. He is also an Eldritch Dream Games on Twitter. He is the DM of the Eterna podcast. And he's going to be playing a character named Rick, which he might be able to tell you about. He's a 19-year-old from modern-day Detroit. He's kind, of, he's kind of rough around the edges and a bit of an asshole. See, you got it. Typecasting. <laughs> <laughs> this is not typecasting. That's just who he is. 
I was talking okay. about you, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> the term typecasting means you were cast in the role because you are you. I'm not rough around the edges. We'll debate that as another time. Yeah, I was like, there, there was a pregnant pause there, and I loved that. I lived in that moment. <laughs> I'm an asshole. But I'm nice and, you know, like, smooth around the edges. It, like, I've been melted a little bit. You're saying you're a worn-out asshole? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been pretty fucked, yeah. Okay, so I'm Tracy. I play Adira on the Eterna podcast. And I'm going to try to make a wonderful, wonderful world for y'all to go crazy in. <laughs> yeah. So, the fun thing about this podcast is the, is, or this campaign in general, is the way it starts. We have our gunslinger sitting at the card table, about to win the biggest hand of his life. We have our hunter out in battle with the most ferocious game he's ever come across. And we have our ruffian laying in bed about passed out, listening to music on his cell phone. But your worlds go completely black. And when you come to, you're in a swamp covered with mud and muck and water because swamps are not pleasant places to lay. You look around and there is a pretty odd scene because behind you and to one side of you, there is like a force field, a wall. You can see through it and outside it, there is, there is nothingness. And the land abuts right up to it. Each of you have a pack laying at your feet. And you have no clue where you're at. Son of a bitch. Where did I... What the... Hell, I've been drinking too much. Okay, Russ, get it together. He's going to kind of slowly look up because when one is sitting in a chair, when they magically appear somewhere else, they um, they don't exactly land on their feet. No, they no. <laughs> lean up out of the swamp and kind of look to either side of him. There's a couple other guys laying around you. Oh, hell, I'm really hoping either one of you speaks something that sounds a lick like English. Uh, Rick sits up out of the mud, looks around, rolls his eyes, and just like, fucking weird-ass dream. Lays back down in the mud. Uh, Brigord uh, jump, uh, rises quickly to his feet. Who are you? And what have you done? Am I, uh, am I deceased? Uh, I, if you are, I've got some bad news to tell myself as well. Yeah, 
I, I think the three of us are all in the same situation there, big guy. Perhaps we are dreaming. Ah. Uh, Perhaps I took a blow to the head during my fight. No offense, but uh, you're not exactly the type I dream about. You, little sleeper. I, I, I sit up, grumbling that apparently this dream's not just going to fade away and let me sleep. What? You seem unbothered by this t- turn of events. Is this your swamp? I was, I was in a, a field of snow white. No, this is not my swamp. This is a dream. I am sleeping in bed. I'm going to reach over and pinch the sleeper. Ow! Fuck off, Gramps. Oh, I kind of had a feeling that, uh, as they say it, if it hurts, you're not dreaming. Yeah, that's a load of shit. I stand up. I believe you must pinch yourself. Because if this is an apparition of the dream, of course it will follow the rules you set. You must hurt yourself. Tell me, hurt yourself. Uh, I don't have to. I fell down first thing, and I was awake. I hurt. I I stand up out of the mud. Kind of bitched at my phone's, like, kind of gotten wet in my dream. It's just like, oh, great. No fucking concessions. And I, I pretty much ignore the other two, and I walk up to, like, this void. All right, so... You walk up to it. What do you do? Kind of like bonk it with my fist. You, it feels solid. It like there's a wall, um, but like, and you can see through it. So you would expect it to be glass or something, but it's, it's not something you've ever really felt before. It's just like a force pushing back. I try and think really, really hard about nice things and hot women. And I I look around. You're not prohibited from thinking, but it doesn't change anything. Fuck. (sighs) Russell's going to kind of look at his mud-covered gun. Sigh, reholster it. Ah, damn. I don't need. Ah, hell. He starts folding up his sleeves. I don't have my cards. I don't have my money. Trust me, I always have money in a dream. We are. Where the hell? I was in Arizona. There ain't no swamps in Arizona. Yes, there were no such swamps near where I was either, and the season is all wrong for them. I was bundled in furs and cloaks in more furs. 
<sighs> Whatever, this is gonna be one of those times where you just gotta go through it and fucking wait until some shit wakes you up. Are you familiar with this sort of transportation? Ain't no transportation. Why am I even talking to you? This is just a fucking dream. Just a weird ass. Probably because I'm listening to something that's weird. Lyrics changing things. You hear things that we do not? I just, I just sigh vehemently. Great. So my, my company here is, uh, is a, what are you, a fucking Eskimo or something, and you over there, cowboy? Hey. No, the, es- the Eskimo were much further away from me. I, I am of the tribe. And I, sir, am a gambler. I have not spent a day of my life riding a horse, watching cows. Oh joy. Oh rapture. Besides, what are you, boy? Him, I can imagine. I'm Rick. Rick. Where? Rick. If this is a dream... Well, you may have make some sense there, but it wouldn't be the first time I woke up not knowing where I'd been. I well, it's either that. a dream or we're dead. Or I'm dead. Or something else. Who knows? You, sir, Maybe have I'm been to all of the wrong parties. If I was taking in a, a, a communal meeting with with vapors, I could see that, but I, I've never seen the like of you. The, your dress, your garb, your your manner of speech—it's all wrong, and your 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 skin. It, are you all ill? Why do you have such a pallid tone? <laughs> well, <clears throat> oh, because we're crackers. What? Crackers? He he looks like he was v- very just trying to be like a, a a smart ass and like that fell flat because of genuine confusion and he's just like white people. Yeah. <sighs> oh, great. I just grumble to myself, and I go and I check out that bag. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm about to do the same, you know, except for my bag. I will inspect my own bag as well. So, each of these packs, as you look through it, they have what some of you may actually recognize as some survival implements in them. Um, they each hold a flint and steel, a mess kit, Two water skins, which are full of water. Um, A map, which is the map that I actually sent to y'all before. Um, A utility knife. A bedroll. A blanket. A dagger. 
and a short sword. And I will put that in the chat for y'all so y'all can copy and paste it. Thank you so much. <laughs> this looks like some old school handmade survival gear or some shit. These weapons are of good make. I will make good use of them. So I I wish I had the the, the bow and the club that I had before. Well, I mean, they're solid. They look a little primitive, though. Well, pull out my six-shooter, flip, flip it open, make sure it's loaded, close it back up, twirl, holster. They'll do in a pinch. If you uh, flip your map over on the back of it, you will see that uh, somebody has written a note on the back of each of your maps that tells you to head towards Fort Veshna. I am unfamiliar with the village of Veshna. Is it where either of you hail? No, I'm from Detroit. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm from all over. Let's just leave it at that. But, uh, no, never heard of no Veshna. I mean, granted, it's it's here on the map. Looks like a fair bit of a walk, too. Depends. I, I look, I look around, and I point at, like, the corner of the map. I'm guessing that, and I point at the big void, is the corner. So. Yeah. That makes that east and that north. As I point in the appropriate directions. I uh, I look up and check the sun to see if there's any way I can confirm that. Um, the sun moves across the sky just as you would expect it to. So right now it's still being fairly early in the day. Um, you can just barely make it out coming up over the the horizon. Okay, well, if that's right, uh, we uh we got a fair bit of daylight left ahead of us to make some progress. Now, do any of y'all have survival? Uh, yes, I or I do. geography, e either one. Both. I have survival. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all can make survival or geography checks, or both if you have both, whatever I'm you wish to roll. Geography. This is our first roll, guys. I got a 16 geography and a 7 survival. 15 geography. Got a nat 1. No crit fails on skills. That's, that's right. Yeah, no, I just first roll. Uh, that's a seven survival. We know who that player is going to be now. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse things to roll a one on. Okay, so Sean, you got a 16 and a seven. Yeah. Brian, you got a 15 on geography. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, yeah, I've got survival. And okay. survival will be a 13. 
a 13. And Don, you rolled survival. Do you have geography at all? I do not. Okay. So both of the, the geography scores are high enough. Uh, you're both skilled enough at uh, reading maps and whatnot. Um, you're able to figure out from the, what do you call the little grid on the, on the maps that lets you know distance and whatnot? Uh, um, yeah, you're, you're both able to figure out that by foot, you should be able to care, cover about two of the hexes per day. Oh, hell, this is going to be a really long walk. Now, um, the 13 on survival. Um, you would probably realize your best bet is not to head straight for the fort, but to head one way or another to the water to see if it's fresh water, because two water skins of water is not going to last you long enough to get that walk. That's a good point. So yeah, um, oh heck, I was going to think up nicknames for both of you, but I can't figure it out without being horribly offensive. So, um, you're What's Rick. What's matter, Gramps? Spit it out. What am I, like a whole ten minutes older than you, boy? <laughs> you know, that fucking getup you got and the mustache, you know, kind of gives it a bit more. I suppose we older ones can learn to dress ourselves. I have not had as many seasons that I need warranted the elder title. Oh, and my name is Brigord, by the way. Brigord. Was it? Rick, yeah. And you, sir? Russell. Russell, Russell. Clark. Well, if we are to head that way toward the coast, uh, perhaps we should keep a close eye out for game, and, well, with these, I feel we could fell anything that would, uh, fell many things that would sustain us on our trek. We, uh, we might want to head due north, actually. Get to water. We're not going to have enough water to make a trip, and Russell's going to kick the, the swamp. Uh, we ain't going to want to drink that. That we can agree on. This isn't clean water. Can be all sorts of bacteria, amoebas, parasites in this. It seems clean enough to me. I see no blood or sickness in the water itself. Can, can we both just stare at him? Trust me, big guy. You've got a lot to learn about communal diseases. Just trust me on that one. I have the common cold. Sneeze on Brigard. He dies. I don't really know what to say that's to a, that, Sean. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> as, as, as a cowboy, I was going to make a joke about giving him my blanket. Yep. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for both of those jokes. <laughs> Y'all are so great. I've been having to sit here muted half the time not to laugh over y'all's dialogue. Okay. Uh, uh, no, no small portion of Native American in me, the player. I was like, I, I don't know if I want to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, going to call him Red and Engine, and I was like, no, I, I just can't make myself do it. 
I don't know. He was he's a he's like a northern Native American. I don't know how expressive. What, kind of, dark what kind of native blood do you have, Brian? Um the family folklore says it's mostly uh, Cherokee and Apache. That's cool. My my grandmother's grandmother was uh Blackfoot Indian. Oh, oh wow. Cool. My, right uh, off the reservation. My uh, my my family tree is similar to that, except like, it's like one or two more generations removed. But yeah, mine's mostly Blackfoot, and um, I didn't want to uh, erroneously portray a certain tribe, so I'm just kind of being a uh, vague, not disrespectful uh, amalgamation. Just I'm just right. That's that's. Uh, I feel really bad because you think with somebody not that far back we would know more about it but um nana said she would never speak about the reservation or any of it so the family really doesn't know much of anything i have an uncle that's gone and done some research into it but i just don't know enough to accurately say anything yep all right so y'all have this map y'all have decided to go north yep is there and, a, any tree? Yeah. Are there any trees around? Not around here. The um, this is just kind of marshy. Um, there's some low lying shrub, whatnot. Um, honestly, the best way I can I could tell you is uh, when I was creating this world, and I was like, "What kind of area am I going to bring them into?" Josh was watching the Lord of the Ring movies, and Gollum was leading uh, the two hobbits through the dead marshes, hmm. and that's what inspired the swamp. <laughs> Don't look at the faces in the water. There are no faces in this water, but yeah, it's uh, it's very wet, very muddy. Um, some low-lying growth, but no trees. Okay. Oh, I will be on the lookout for any trees should we pass them on the way. Okay. And anybody who's going to try to do any hunting as you walk, I will need survival checks okay. for that. 14? 18. All right. A shot. 12. All right. Yeah. So mostly what you're going to come up with um, around here is uh, y'all going to be managed to catch like some, some pretty good sized frogs, like the bullfrogs we have around here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you better hope they really do taste like chicken. But yeah, with those rows, y'all can easily come up with enough frogs for feeding yourselves for the day. Excellent. Now, Rick, uh, you said you're looking for, for wood, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, with your survival roll, you can pull some of the uh, branches off the, the shrubs if you, you pull the ones that are up above the water, not down underneath. Mm -hmm. um, and you wouldn't be able to burn them immediately, but you would figure 
under the sun. It is it is summertime. It's going to get pretty warm throughout the course of the day. They will dry dry out enough that you can probably start a fire by nightfall if you can find a, a dry or mostly dry piece of ground, a mound or something to build it on. Okay. Like I'm still wearing my hoodie. Uh, as wet as it is, I think it'll help with the heat. And you could always dip it in the water and yeah, and whatnot um, to help. But uh, if it is black, you're probably going to be feeling pretty warm. It's like wearing black in Texas in the middle of the summer. Right. So in short, Russell's coat has been pulled off. <laughs> the sleeves rolled up. And uh, Brigord is now thankful that his, uh, they, they were nice newer furs, so, but he is now uh, thankful that he's not having to lug those around. In the- <laughs> so out here in the swamps, y'all don't see much other than frogs small little minnows, things of a snake or two. Nothing that you really have to worry over during the course of the, of the trip. Um, it would take, like I said, two hexes per day. So it would take you two days to reach the water. Um, which means knowing that starting out, y'all would probably want to try to ration yourself so that your uh, water skins, y'all each have two. Make one last a day until you get to the water. Yep. And uh, probably, I mean, what are the negative effects of stretching it further? Um, does Pathfinder have rules for dehydration, dear? Yes. Um, after a certain amount of time without water, uh, you will start to uh start to take non-lethal damage from thirst um and i imagine it just slightly slows down how quickly it comes if you stretch it out but probably like if we're still just under hydrating ourselves it will still come sooner than we actually run out of water but i mean i think we to start with have three days of thirst before we'll actually start mechanically taking damage Okay, so y'all would reach, y'all would reach the water before y'all mechanically were taking any damage. Then, in that uh, case, over over two days, I'd aim to aim to drink one water skin. Same. Okay. Yeah, uh, going out on long hunts where uh, I wasn't near any fresh water source. I'm not saying I have any bonus or whatever, but uh, I would be, uh, I would without hesitation realize that I need to ration myself further than I normally would. All right. I'll probably go for one and a half. I, I I also understand the requirements of being well hydrated in uh environments like this. So by the end of the second day, y'all y'all about the time it y'all would probably want to start making campers or so you you've reached the shore of of the uh body of water that we saw on the map. So um who who wants to go out and try it and see if it's fresh water or not? Uh I think Rick would 
be looking, trying to see how the water interacts with that void. Just butts up against it, splashes against it even. Like it is, like even the water is physically affected? Yep. Okay. I'll, uh... Russell will walk up towards the shoreline. Yeah. I, I would say we need to boil any of this water. Same. Yeah. About to say, we want to boil it, but I'm like, pick it up, kind of see if it's salty or, you know, I'll, I'll go it, as far as tasting it. But It, it is not touch. salty. It is not salty. This is, in fact, fresh water. It is fresh, but you're right. We, we need to get it get it cooked before we drink too much of it. Yeah. Along the shore here, like, is this just, like, swamp slowly transferring into into water, or do we have um, a more solid shoreline? Or There is a solid shoreline here, and you can find driftwood on the shoreline. Excellent. Which, if you look at your map, you'll notice you're only a couple of days travel now from some area that actually shows some trees. So, you figure that's where the driftwood comes up from. Is there any uh, sea life, uh, crabs, that kind of thing? Yeah, if uh, you check check around um, some of the, the rockier areas and whatnot, you can find small crabs and sea life like that. Um, you would uh, probably figure if you had a fishing pole, you, you could fish this water. I think now Brigord would uh, be on the lookout for... Uh, some wood as well. All right. I can't tell, Sean, if you're talking or if I'm hearing something from Josh's room. Uh, sorry, I was muted. That's, um, that's the problem. Okay, so, yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> uh, I would also be looking for wood for similar reasons, but I also, having watched many a survival show um, and actually having a little bit of, like, hunting in my background... Uh, I would be looking for wood that's like suitable to make like spears or uh, walking sticks or fishing poles or bows. Okay. Um. Yeah. There's like I said. There. There's plenty of driftwood around here. Now you're probably not going to find a piece large enough to uh to make like a like spear with reach kind of thing. No, like a fishing spear, like the kind you throw. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, y'all can easily do that. Like, and those could double as a walking stick sort of thing. Right. In fact, you can you can roll me that intelligence check, Mr. Intelligence. Just uh, intelligence? Uh, 20 total. Right, so you would probably recognize that the uh, dagger or the utility knife or whatnot easily tied off to the end of one of these spear other kind of weapon you know mm -hmm. just uh, a little bit of ingenuity and you've got all kinds uh, of options there that that would be okay is, is any of the wood flexible enough to actually split the end and make uh, one of those two-pronged spears kind of like a trident because those are actually far more efficient at catching fish and whatnot. Um, if if you've got a, a if you want to make a craft check, I'll let you try to do that. Okay. Um, 
I will make a craft chair. Uh, I don't have any trained crafts, so it's just an intelligence. Well, you, crafts don't have to be trained to make right. the roll. Well, I, I rolled a one, so. So you're not doing uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just. Uh, I guess I'll use a bit of the blanket uh, and cut that off and use it as tie. Okay. Speaking of uh, untrained craft checks, uh, Russell got a uh, a grand total of uh, 14 while these guys were doing horribly important things to uh, try to carve up a decent set of wooden dice. <laughs> Alright, you, you, you have... Uh... Some workable dice. They're not the prettiest dice in the world, but they are workable. They're, they're not masterwork by any means, mm -hmm. but you can play games with them. You, you're going to uh, teach them how to gamble? Oh, yeah. I mean, for, for at least Russell's gonna, day. Yeah. Russell's going to teach y'all how to gamble, and then when you have money, take all of it. <laughs> hey, uh, muscles. Yes. Hey, uh, those, uh, kits that we've got in our backpacks, they're all made of wood. We're gonna need something to boil the water in. See if you can find a turtle. Oh, of course, yes. And uh, I will, uh, go along the coast looking for turtle shells, uh, or, uh, large, uh, Clam shells. We can, you know, do this cup at a time sort of thing. All right. Um, do a survival check. It's an 11. All right. That's enough for you to know. If you're going to look for turtle shells, you're probably going to do better back towards the swamp a little bit than near the shoreline. Okay, and I'll, I'll spend a few moments going among the the weeds, the reeds, whatever the the vegetation. And all right, yeah, um, you find one. It's not overly large, um, but it's it's big enough to do. It, you could probably boil up down to about half of a water skin's worth of water. Okay, at um, a time in it. Okay, while there, I will uh, I'll draw out the dagger and uh, mumble just a soft prayer to the. The uh, to nature that provided this this in our time of need, and uh, I will kill it. And it's not dressing if it's I don't see. I know the term dressing for like a deer. It's called you're dressing it. I don't know what if you'd call it the same thing if it's uh, a reptile. <laughs> I think dressing is a universal term. Okay. Or skinning is more case by case. Okay. Yeah. So I will. I'll spend the time and just no hesitation kill it. Garf, uh, not scarf it up. Uh, rape it out, harvest the meat as I can, and uh, bring it back to him and clean it in the water. All right. So he comes back with not only a shell that you can uh, boil water in to replace water in your water skins, but turtle meat that you could cook within the shell to make like a turtle stew or such. Excellent. How big of a turtle? I was going to ask that too. Like box turtle? Um, I was thinking, um, kind of around here, we have snappers. Oh, yep. You've seen the big snappers, Brian? Mm-hmm. Because you grew up in Texas. That's what I'm talking about there. It's those, those big snappers. Yep. Alligator snapper, not just regular snapper? 
Uh, we do I'm, have both. Okay, yeah, I've, I've seen both. I just didn't know if you wanted to go the full. Honestly, the only, we just call them snapping turtles, and they got red patches on their cheeks. That's what I can tell you about them. Oh, okay. Okay. that's a normal snapper. Yeah, yeah, alligator snappers are uh... bigger. <laughs> that means... Sorry about that. Does oh. that mean the computer's getting better? <laughs> it's getting there. Uh, cool shit. Uh, I'll I'll go about setting up like a bonfire or a campfire, rather. All right, and y'all do have your flint and steel, so you won't have too much issue um, getting it started. May have to dry out some grass and such first, but that's doable. Oh, I've got that uh, that thing on my back that I've been drying out. I imagine there'd be leaves yep. and shit with it. Okay. Oh, cool. Look at that. Yeah, yeah that's the difference. Fucking alligator snappers with their three-foot-long necks and shit. But yeah, I, I imagine we're talking about like a roughly one-foot shell. Uh, yeah. Thereabout. Yeah. It's not perfect, but it'll do some. Probably be able to boil one water skin's worth of water at a time. Or so. But yeah, y'all will actually have a hot meal tonight. Y'all will be able to boil up some water. And uh, sleeping on the shore while the sand is a little damp, it's not nearly as bad as spending the last night in the mud and the water of the swamp. Right. I'd, I'd probably bring up that I think we're all dead at this point because we've already slept once and normally dreams don't last this long. We ain't dead because I'm pretty sure hell would have much worse in store for me and this sure as fuck ain't my idea of heaven. Oh, I don't know. I feel pretty at peace here. I mean, the, the winter storms aren't snapping... The, the 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 bounty of hunt is pretty abundant. This isn't so bad. There ain't no booze. There ain't been no women. And as far as I can tell, yeah, no, there ain't no booze and there ain't no women. So this isn't heaven. And if you can't tell by the previous, hell would probably have a lot worse in store. Maybe it's purgatory. Maybe Christianity's wrong. Who knows, buddy? Eh. Old Gramps, old pal. Well, we're stuck here either way. God damn it, I started slipping into your accent. <laughs> sure as hell ain't dreaming, are we? No. I don't think I could uh, dream up the two of you. This isn't normal. Sure as fuck. Wow. Just, I don't know. I'm under the impression that I got up in the middle of the night and offed myself. You said you were gambling. Maybe somebody shot you for cheating. And you were fighting something? I was in the middle of a hunt. Uh, it, was a, it was a terrific battle. But I don't remember the outcome, so perhaps, perhaps I failed. 
And I was gambling a bunch of dumbasses who wouldn't have a gun under the table. Oh, who knows? However... Oh hell, you got me thinking I'm dead now. I mean, it makes sense. Besides, you're some... Cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't uh, never moved cattle in my life. Oh, shut it, Gramps. I am a gambler. You're some sort of. I just like kind of like wave my hand at him and like hunter, like old school hunter, dude. Like that doesn't match up. What don't what do you do if you aren't a hunter? Are you a wise man? Are you a healer? Some you people call me a wise ass. A wise ass. <laughs> I can no, I can I've, see where they'd get that idea. I'm a fucking high schooler. Highs wait a second. That's one of the first familiar words you've said. What? Rick, what year is it? 2019. Son of a bitch. Uh, is the Ryan, number significant? Speak up a little. Oh, son of a bitch. That's. That's damn near 200 years after me. I do not understand what you are saying. Is. That number is significant. <sighs> yeah. It, Gramps over here kicked the bucket two centuries ago, and I guess I did it last night. Uh, well, fuck, if you did it 200 years ago, you did it who knows how long ago. What, what does time matter? What is now? The point would be is if we died and we went to purgatory, heaven or hell or wherever... We'd probably be around people who died at about the same time. Now, You're assuming that time works straightforward in other places. Well, duh, it only... Have you ever seen it go any other direction? Sometimes I've seen time stop while standing in a... In a <clears throat> sorry. Uh, sometimes I've seen time flow to a crawl when I'm waiting in trees for days on end trying to find the best way out. So but perhaps, you have never seen it go backwards. No, perhaps not. <sighs> Look, long story short, there's a lot we don't understand. Let's just leave it at that, I guess. Agreed. Why trouble our thoughts, trouble our minds with such big thoughts when we have a nice meal, warm fire, and no one out to kill us? You think? I do. I don't know. I haven't seen anybody else. How do we know they're not out to kill us? Well, first of all, they left us packs. So, uh... Yeah. Odds <laughs> are, you're trying to kill a man. You don't give him two days of water. 
and if you're going to kill some people, why arm them? This must be if if it is a, a combat if it is, if this is a contest of abilities, they are at least on some way an honorable person. Could have at least put some whiskey in the packs. I'm just saying. Yeah, because you, one you one know, bottle between the three, I would have shot one or two of you for some whiskey at this point. I, I mean, I'm sure we could have split it. Sorry, I got a bit of a headache. Yeah. You do, you don't you don't know, do you? What? Alcohol makes you need more water. Well, I mean, yeah, but it also makes this headache I've been sporting for 2 days go away. Sounds like you've been drinking too long. I know drunk. Just Got unwind. Are you unwell? Is that yes, in short. Let's just go with yes. If it hurts you not to have it and you it's don't not, need it. It's not the specifics. Addicted. Alcohol. I do not need alcohol. I I need to do something. Instead of tromping through these woods. Uh, <laughs> woods looks around. Whatever the hell it is. Alright, so as y'all are sitting around talking and, and making camp for the night... Uh, Y'all might want to consider pulling out the map and going over it and deciding what route you are going to be taking to get where you want to go. We should probably Wait, stay with the what, water. What is this uh, This area above the swamp? Okay, above the swamp there's an area where it, the land is still pretty wet, pretty marshy, but it has larger plant growth there. So there are trees there, um and taller grasses, reeds, things that that you could probably work with with stuff. Um, the darker brown area is an extremely rocky area that leads um, leads into an area where it's it's still fairly rocky, but there's a lot of sand, and then that just leads into pretty much a, a sandy desert type area. This is going to take a long time if we stick. Stick to the shoreline. But where there are shores, there are people that use the water for their benefit. Perhaps we will come across a village if we stay along this coastline. Maybe. Well, I'm thinking we stay along the coast for a couple of days. And then, by this map, we could cut northeast... Or north, yeah, northeast. Save ourselves a couple of days and get to the shore again before we run out of water. I agree. And by the looks of it, that wall is making the water pool here. So it's going to stagnate to some degree. We need to get to flowing water. It'll be better. I believe this is the wisest course of action. I will follow your lead to the northeast. 
and uh, he'll point on the map in the direction. I feel yeah. like, though he speaks this language, I don't know if... A lot of the words are the same, yeah. yeah. Uh, Russell pull out his map and, like, grab a, a somewhat burnt stick from the fire and charcoal a little path along his map. So y'all do get to have a rather dry sleep compared to the time in the swamps as long as you're traveling up the coast. When you enter the area with the trees, like I said, the ground is, is still wet. There's still some pools of water, but it's not nearly as bad as the swamps. It's easier to find dry patches, easier to find dry wood and whatnot. And there are more critters around to hunt. You've got more um, small uh, woodland life and uh, birds and such. So uh, y'all really won't encounter any problems for most of that journey. Um, and then you're going to hit the rocky outcrops. Uh, yeah. Question. While while we're in the wooded area, I'd like to connect, collect some more wood and see if I could make yes. a shortcut. Y'all can, co can collect... You, well, you can make a crafting check in a minute, but um, I'll tell you now, if y'all want to take the time to do it, maybe spend an extra day in the area before you go on, y'all can collect enough wood to carry with you to, to help ensure you have firewood when you're in areas with no trees. Um, y'all can collect uh, animals like birds, uh, squirrels, things of that nature to uh, try to carry on to have some food. So what, whatever y'all want to do when in the woods... Let me know, and we will make the appropriate checks. Okay. Um, I want to, as soon as possible in that area, uh, find enough of a good piece of wood to uh, to make a short bow, which would be a moderate complexity, so it should take me two days to craft. What are you using for string? Um, <laughs> oh, um... Uh, I can coil some, or not coil, um, twist together several strands of blanket. Okay. Um, make the crafting check, the appropriate crafting check, but make it at a, a DC of plus two for not having the appropriate materials. All right. Come on. Nope. Uh, I didn't ruin any of my materials, though. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just failed by two. Well, you are going to spend two to three days in the woods, so if you want to try it more than yeah. once, I'll let you attempt it more than once. You, uh, okay. You ain't going to get upset if I try to mimic you there, are you? No. Okay. A bow will help. Arrows will help. I have it's some experience with these. Perhaps I could be of assistance, too. Um, yeah. The good news with Don is um, he he's used to living this lifestyle. He's not going to take the penalty. I'm um, I'm not going to either. I've got a right. I've, yeah, I've got the uh, what is it the the self sufficient the trait. trait. Yeah. So so yeah, definitely letting them uh, try to work with you is is going to benefit you. Okay. Uh, what do I add to this? I've not actually done Pathfinder crafting ever. It's an intelligence, so if you don't have any oh. ranks, it's just your intelligence mod. Oh, uh, craft untrained. Okay, so yeah, it's going to be a flat D20. That's a nine. 
Yeah, you that's a, that's not it. Nope. You got a twenty-one uh, to make a bow. Uh, the base DC is fourteen. So yeah, you got you a bow made. Like I said, you are spending about three days in here. So if you want, if they want to attempt uh, another roll on it, and you want to aid them to help them get one made, you can certainly do that. I was going to give this one up. Oh. Alrighty. Um. Well. Yeah, I think uh, we need to get you something a little bit more heavy, big guy. And uh, yeah, I'll hand the bow over to uh, to Rick. All right. I would take it. Um, well, since he has made you a bow, do you want to do the check to make your arrows? Uh, yes. Bows uh, work better 20. when they have arrows. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you you can make some arrows. As a note, because I exceeded the DC by ten, uh, or wait, no, I'm still taking the minus two, aren't I? Yes. Okay, so because I exceeded by five, uh, instead of one day, it takes me half a day to make uh, those arrows. Okay, that is fine. And I will. We'll make it a point during our trip through the forest to gather enough wood to make right. at least one more bow and some arrows. Like, or what wood I gather, I'll dedicate to that task. All right. And uh, while they're dedicating to that, I will. Uh, Brigord will be uh, just uh, trapping and killing as much small game as possible because uh, we uh, are we as characters aware of the desert coming up and the rocky bits. Yes. It's, it's okay. all on the map. Okay. 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 Um, so yeah, I will uh, just, I will take some wood and fashion it into uh, some sort of box and then strap it and I'll tear up um, my blanket into a sort of a harness to just carry as much small game as possible to ha And then as we collect, I'll, you know, skin and start collecting furs. Okay. You mentioned squirrels and the like like that. So to sort of eventually replace the furs I wore and the uh, blanket that I just tore to shreds to uh, carry all this. All right. So um, hunting is a survival check. Okay. Um, in this instance that you are, are actually preparing for a journey, I'm going to give you a bit more than you would normally get based on your score. Okay. We'll get it. Seventeen plus six—that's twenty-three. Okay, so you know you have by the by the time you are ready to set out again, you know you have uh, enough game to get y'all through at least three days, maybe four. Fantastic. So y'all have to decide which birds. Yeah, which route y'all want to take to get through the rocky area whether you want to go to the little bit of green that's on the other side of it first or if you want to go straight into the desert how do y'all want to do this i figured straight across to that little bit of green area and that would yeah. give us a day to resupply yes yep. that choke point in the water uh would likely have rapids or at least greater flow as well right okay so the uh, 
the trek across the rocks does go a, a, a little slower for y'all um, because it's up and down and have to be careful of your footing and whatnot. Um, but y'all, y'all are still covering two hexes a day, but it's it's a little bit more difficult. Does it help that we have walking sticks? Your, your walking sticks will help. Yes, they will. Um, but y'all, y'all will make it across and to that next patch within about two days time. Um, the water here does, uh, doesn't seem much different. Um, the, even though it's not salty, it acts much like you would see at an ocean, which when you look at your map, you can see this is a pretty big continual body of water. Mm-hmm. It just is not salty. Which would probably seem strange to those of you who had seen oceans. Now, yeah. um, the, the the size of these hexes, would we be able to see the uh, the coast across the way? Um, yeah, y'all can y'all can see there's landmass across the way easily enough. Well, according to the map, that's not where we need to be heading just yet. And I'm going to hold to my someone who's going to give us supplies isn't aiming to kill us. Which, Don, if you would like uh, to make an intelligence check. Ooh. I have no bonus at all. Okay. 18. Good job. Um, you would have pretty much the basic knowledge needed to make a little canoe if y'all wanted to try to travel by the water for a distance. I was going to bring that up when we got to those uh, two patches of uh, treed area. Uh, yeah, I would absolutely spend the time. We are there, right? I don't want to be jumping yes. ahead. Okay, yeah. so we made it out of the rocky area just fine? Yep. Okay. Like I said, it, it, the walking sticks help. It, it was a little slower going than than normal, but it, it you were able to get across there. Okay. I will spend that time uh, looking for downed logs that I could hollow out. and I, I feel like in the process, I all but blunted my utility knife to now it's a utility spoon. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll I'll aid. Um, okay. okay. With, well, with the check. And uh, while they're working on the wow, sorry, character voice. Um, because I I was gonna wait for a better gap, but something just happened, so I have to say it. Um, I uh, while we were walking slash when we first got there, I finished up a bow and arrows for Brigard with a awesome. twenty one and a twenty three craft check. Awesome. And then I probably just had the biggest moment of dice karma I will in this entire game. Because I just <laughs> made a third set and rolled nat 20s on both the bow and the arrows. <laughs> awesome! And uh, I, if nothing else, I want that to count as high enough quality that I can call it getting a 10 gold treasure. So I'm keeping these so I don't have to roll a hedonist check for the nether for the next day. <laughs> right. All right. We will we will go with that. 
So um, y'all are going scouting out. Um, y'all can do survival or perception, either one. I will let you use either one to try to find a log big enough to hollow out and make a little canoe to try to get y'all up the coastline. I got a 10. So if that aids. Uh, cool. I got a... Wait, sorry. Which ones were it? Survival or... Perception. Perception. Okay, the same for me. Uh, so that's actually a, a 19 on the die. So a 25, then 27 with uh, uh, Rift eight. Eight. So, Right. So y'all have no problem finding it. And uh, I'm going to let y'all do like a community craft check to get this made under uh, Regord's in instructions. Okay. Okay. That would be a... a th I'm going to have to retire this die. The <laughs> <laughs> another nat 20 for 24. This die is never getting rolled again until I need it. Yep. Don't, don't, don't retire it. Don't retire it. Yeah. Send it to Adira because she can't roll higher than a 6. <laughs> I got a 13, which will be enough to aid. Okay, I did get a, a craft check, so no bonuses for me. Uh, 18, so 22 with the two bonuses. So, yeah, um, y'all will be here for, um, I'm going to say, a couple of days working on this. But uh, y'all are on the shore, so fresh water is easily available. Y'all have got wood for doing water, for cooking food. Um, and there are shorebirds that live on the shore and in, in the rocky area behind you both and stuff uh, so y'all are good on food and stuff y'all can take the time to make this canoe and a couple of little paddles okay. to uh, uh, make your venture easier and, and I'll say since uh, there were shorebirds and everything I'll say that uh, in the process of gathering game for our uh, food uh, eggs were added to the diet as well. I did keep that turtle shell because you never know when it's going to come in handy. So uh, right. I was able to, uh, uh, perhaps one of you two could teach Brigord how to make an omelet. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, while they're making the oars and omelets, uh, I'm going to try and make a fishing spear again. Oars and omelet. Okay. Uh, is a bit better at plus four 17. all right yeah i'll let you do do your fishing spear with that okay by the way that's just what we're gonna have to name this episode is oars and omelets yeah i just wrote that down too. yeah <laughs> episode title <laughs> yep <laughs> okay so y'all get y'all's little canoe made um, um, y'all gonna take some time to, to stock up on anything or are you just gonna figure y'all can do the water each night as you go and hunt for whatever's there? How are y'all gonna do this? I see no reason to go with empty water skins when we start out, but. Right. Yeah, uh, fill water skins, uh, pack up as much, uh, land game as possible just in case we get a patch of, uh, because I, uh, I feel like the the fishing spear will be, you know, fishing as, as we can on the water, and I don't. And just in case we have just a bad couple days of a uh, fishing haul, I do want to be able to rely on the other stuff. So maybe just spend that last portion refilling the pack. Okay. And Rick, are you going to be doing the actual fishing, or did you make the spear 
for somebody else to use or how are we doing this? I've got the feeling that Brigard's probably better fisherman. Uh, I've had okay. more training bow hunting, so I'll work on catching birds and shit. Oh, right. yeah. I didn't think of that's cool. I was on a canoe and you just popping pelicans out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, if uh, if you if you'll uh, have me use the spear, I will. I'm I'm sure in my uh, in Brigord's past, he definitely uh, fished with a spear more than he did with a fishing pole. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it sounds like y'all have got a really good game plan for working your way up this coast. Yeah. Now, um, with a a canoe that y'all are paddling yourselves, um, and three of y'all riding in it. I'm still going to go by the two hexes per day on water. Um, if y'all want to take time to use the blankets and construct a sail, y'all might be able to go faster. Are the winds with us for that kind of thing? Um, yeah, for the most part, the, the winds seem to blow uh, west to east around here. So it would, yeah. it would definitely aid you. Say the the time maybe that you guys dedicate to hunting and stuff, I can dedicate to trying to rig up a sail. I figure my bedroll is good enough for warmth at night, so I'll give him the rest of my blanket. It's probably missing only ten percent of its length. All right. And I don't I don't know if uh, the furs I've collected or how really how much fur I've collected over the last four or five days. Just judging by the leather um, would help. Yeah, yeah, so I, I don't know, um, but yeah, my blanket's ripped to shreds, so I don't have a blanket anymore. My bedroll will be perfectly sufficient, but if, uh, yeah, if he needs furs or leathers, I'll absolutely offer them up. All right. Um, honestly, some of the, some of that, uh, that skin can make good cord, so yeah, it'd be better than tying all our shit up with, uh, cloth anyway. Yep. All right, so let's have a craft check for the sale. It's a 15. All right. So, uh, yeah, you get a, a small sale fashioned. Um, and with the sale and, the, of course, the paddles to aid as needed, y'all get to cover four hexes a day on the water. Woo. Uh, during one point in our uh, nice speed, I'm... Keeping up with uh, using the paddle more as a rudder than actually needing to power us, I'll have a. I'll just be like happier than a pig and shit. To be honest, I'm. I'll shout over to Rick. Perhaps you were right, and we are in some sort of purgatory. But I do not wish to go back at this point. I have never felt so free. Uh, well, I don't think we get to go back anyway. So, good on you. We can settle long enough to, well, find s civilization. Uh, I'll reserve judgment till then, but, eh, ain't so bad. <laughs> it's better than being at home. Would it be, right. uh, okay, go ahead. Oh, uh, no, go ahead. Let me hear what you got to say. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I didn't want to halt progress and grind it to a halt by asking, uh, Rick about his home life. It seems like I, mine is pretty self-apparent, but maybe now is a little early to be, you know, grinding down and going over full backstories. Uh, that is completely up to Rick whether he wants to tell you. Since we have, you know, four four hexes a day, um, two days until optimal landfall, because then we would hit that 
patch of woods just past Fort Veshna, but I'm assuming that'll be easier traveling than what I guess is mountains that the fort is in. Mm, that's dead woodland. Um, yeah, it's just dead woodland. Oh, yikes! Wow. And yeah, so four days till we make we make that that blue hex right at the border between the dead woodland and the the forest. I think that's forest. Maybe I should zoom in on this map a little bit more. Yes, that that is forest next to the dead woodland. Okay. We're here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, it's only two days. And then another two days through the woodlands and. Pretty much any way we any way we slice it, almost. I guess day and a half through the deadwood, two days, two and a half days if we stick to the live woods. I'd probably not be like pouring out my life story at anybody. Uh, gotcha. He he'd probably just say that. Let's just say life sucked, and uh, leave it at that. Understood. I mean, uh. When you came from, yeah, when you came from, <laughs> was there uh, was there still much left west to run to? The world got a lot smaller when we found all of it. Damn. We've been to the moon. The moon? Yeah. Uh, Brigor will laugh at How could you get to the moon? It is so far away. What sort of canoe could take you... All the way that way. I think at the mention of a canoe, he would laugh. Uh, uh, no. Um, all right. Muscles, I don't think you could understand. But uh, you know how your guns work? Bullet, heat, fire, yeah. propulsion, all that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Turn that back yeah. on the rocket. You use the heat and fire to propulse the rocket. The rocket oh. flies... Sufficiently advanced technology, all that fun stuff. Huh. Take well, it you found something a damn smite better than TNT. Yeah. In fact, it's called rocket fuel. Huh. Oh, that's appropriate. Would uh, Russell have fired his gun at any point? Because uh, Brigord, seeing him at the start, swirling it around, it just looked like he was playing with a toy. Not yet, no. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, I kind of thought that. I just want to make sure that was clear. Uh, I'm trying to think of a way to explain it to Brigger. Well, I could just demonstrate. You want to use a bullet? Uh, I got a good handful of them. Why not? Let's see if we can find something that's worth it, though. Um, I need, I need a target, preferably something we can eat after I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, make me a perception check. Okay. I'll aid. Successfully. I don't know what's going on, so I'm just going to watch watch them in action. 23 with a 25. Alright, so you see a fairly sizable bird passing overhead about this time. <laughs> well, shit. Let's give this a go. And a fire. <laughs> Dice Karma's with me. It's a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. And seven points of damage, so. Yeah, uh, it's just a bird, so it falls out of the sky. Are we in the canoe when he fires his gun? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
I'm trying to determine <laughs> Brigord's response to this. Ideally, he would just piss himself in the canoe. <laughs> but I could also see him just uh, panicking and jump out of the canoe. So I don't know what kind of... Uh, I mean, the character... I don't... It's it's like even, even for me. I don't know... Um, a will save? Uh... <laughs> You could you can uh, do that, or you can just flip a coin for it. How, however you want to decide it. Um, I will do. Do I have a coin here? Oh, you know, I'll just roll a d twenty. Uh, odds, I piss myself. Evens, I jump out of the. Brigord, upon hearing this crack of thunder and the brief shot of lightning. Or still in hand, he locks up and falls over the uh, out of the canoe into the water with a sh- with a shriek. Oh shit! I didn't <laughs> think about that. I, I just laugh. Holster the gun. Brigard. Uh, going to surface, start treading water, eyes darting all around. Uh, I'm glad That's... I jumped. I'm actually glad I jumped in the water because uh, when I let loose. It uh, it didn't, you know, gross up the canoe, but uh, just panic, heavy breathing, <laughs> difficulty holding onto the canoe and the paddle, just just as a preserver. It's what what manner of sorcery is the right word? But what manner of sound could you do? How could you do that? What was that? It's Part uh, of nature. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. That's the way you. That's probably the best way to put it. People start mucking around with nature enough that they change what it looks like so much that you start calling it science. Science. Yeah. Terrifying. I, I had no idea that you could harness a, a thundercloud and you're just well, strapped to your hip. You, you ever? <laughs> you're familiar with fire, right? Have you ever seen a fire go up so fast it made something move a little bit? Like you've seen some leaves shake because a fire got too big too fast? There have been forest fires where I'm from, yes. You feel the wind coming off that fire? Yes, yeah. We we once lost a, a barn to a, a campfire that was left unattended by a hairless youth. Imagine all the wind off of a forest fire in that. And he's going to snap his fingers. And he'll he'll kind of jolt at the snap, waiting, <laughs> thinking that it was going to happen again. And that all that wind is packed behind a little piece of metal. And now all that just pushed that little piece of metal into that bird. Mom, may I, may I, may I hold your thundercloud? Maybe once we're back on dry land. I, I don't want it getting wet. Oh, that, that's fair. Yes, yes, you don't want to mix mix fire and water. Okay, and uh, I'll spend a moment to uh, drag my scared self uh, back over onto the canoe. Make our way again. You know, Gramps. Yeah. I think you'd be amazed at the kind of guns we have in our time. I've, frankly, the damn things scare the hell out of me. Truth be told. Uh, Considering how, how, how fast quick can you shoot that thing? Uh, this is this is up and right 
you know, fairly good technology. It's no lever action, but it's it's double action, Smith and Wesson. I mean, about about how many times you think mm-hmm. you could shoot that in a minute? Oh, in a minute? I'd have to reload it a few times. Twenty. <laughs> uh, we have uh, we have guns that can easily clear two hundred a minute. Oh, Hell, well, we, we have got... guns that can clear sixty a second. Uh, now you got me, because we've got Gatling guns, and I I have seen one of those and what they do once. What sort of animals are you hunting that you need such devastation? Mostly men. Yeah, other people. You eat you you hunt other people. Are you are you warring tribes? You could say Pretty that. Pretty much constantly. Just. Don't ever think less of me if you ever get your hands on a history book, okay, Brigard? Um, of course, no, I, I have nothing but respect. I don't think your name's come up in any of mine. Well, good. I, I would not presume to have a, a bad opinion of a man that can contain the, the power of a storm in his, in his satchel. Well, that... I bought it from someone who could manage it. I mean, I could probably make one if you gave me enough time. Huh. I think I think I'm doing just fine for with what I have, but I, I appreciate that you would share this this gift. Well, yeah, but if we're stuck here, I'm gonna have to think of repairs eventually. Huh. Anyway, I best take my turn rowing. <laughs> <laughs> As y'all get to the area on your map where you see the uh, first hex with the dead forest on it, I would like perception checks. The gray deadwood? Yes. yes. Gotcha. Oh. Uh, yeah, no. Um, Nine. My, my hedonist attitudes have, have got me. I'm distracted. Negative, or natural one. Total... Uh, five. But... What'd you get, Don? Twelve. Okay. Well, at least one person can see. <laughs> um, you noticed up on the the shore, um, a party on horseback. Um, uh, my friends. Hmm. To to the to the land. There's. Uh, there seems to be men upon horses. You still have horses in these future times? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not so much in the city, but yeah. Well, perhaps they could spare a couple. Should we... Should we grow and meet them? I said that way. But keep your weapons ready, just in case. Oh, yeah. And I'll uh, make that, that gun of yours is going to be our best bet out if this is some sort of hunt, some sort of manhunter party. So, y'all start rowing towards the shore. Um, these people dismount. Um, they, it almost seems like they were looking for you. Wave towards the shoreline. They'll wave back. Um, you'll see. A few of them start working to to build a rather large campfire and 
like they're they're settling in, waiting for you to come. Well, do you recognize any of those men? As you get yep. close to shore, make perception checks again. <laughs> oh shit! Exactly. Oh. None. That's a perception. Basic math. Twenty-two. Uh, ten. Your. Would you get Sean? Nine. Okay. Um. So yeah, Russell, you're gonna notice real quick. Um. First of all. They're not all men. Some of them are women. But oh, the thing, that, the, the thing <sighs> that really seems to catch your attention is some of them are kind of odd looking to you. One of them is really skinny and has really long ears. Some There's some little short people. One of them with bright colored hair. Um, and this one guy has green skin. What the flying fuck? Oh, sorry. Hold on. Russell probably wouldn't have that particular curse in his arsenal. The Wright brothers haven't done their thing yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Naturally, in the wild, you know, fucks fly. It it just happens. This is ever since fucks evolved naturally. They've always flown. Okay. That's the reason General Fuck was such a natural. In the, oh, Air Force. in the Air Force, yes. <laughs> Major General Flying Fuck, I believe it was. Yes, and if anybody <laughs> does not get that reference, they need to go listen to Eterna. Episode 15.5. But yeah, some of these people are really odd looking to you. Uh, fellas? Mm. Ah. I mean... We, we have been in a fairly strange situation. But, um... I think we might be coming into the weirdest thing we've seen in this world thus far. What could that, possibly be more fantastical than you wielding that firearm? That, uh... That'd be a, a few different things over there standing on two feet walking around like people that ain't people. Bears? No. I got... I got no idea. And he'll proceed to start pointing it out on the shoreline. That one there, look at the ears. And that little short one there. I mean... I ain't never seen anyone with that color of hair. But they look friendly. And friendly people tend to ferment things. As he's pointing out these uh, these differences, y'all begin to see them and pick up on them. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Elves? I, I, I heard a story about that. What's an alien? Uh, intelligent life from other planets. There's intelligent life from other planets? I mean, statistically, it's impossible for there not to be. I mean, have... Back up. Were they on the moon? No. Okay. Where? Uh, we don't know. Oh. Uh, so this is like that time moving backwards thing. Uh, it's a little more... I think... In one way, yeah. In another way... 
I think it's something that we're pretty sure of. What? What in the world happened to give all you people time to think about what might have been? Or might be? Or might it's going to be? Ha! Huh. Because science never stops. You mean once you harness those things, you continue to progress further? Yep. Do you recognize any of those from those aliens? I mean, I assume that's what the green person is. There's a... I honestly, I'm joking, but there's a thing about aliens being green, even though there's absolutely no particular reason for them to be green. Rick, with them talking, with them talking about technology progressing further, it might occur to you to uh, see if your cell phone has a charge left on it. I dig around in my pocket. I apprehensively turn it on, hoping there's no water damage. Um, it does come on. Of course, there is no signal. You, you got no bars. You got no 4G. Yeah, I didn't expect to. But the screen does come on. I, I point it at, at Russell. Seagrams? The battery's almost dead, but... Got a lot in here. Books, uh, entertainment, music. When he points the phone at you, you see the most lifelike picture that you've ever seen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Dusters Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. You can find me do other tabletop RPG podcasts over at hexgridheroes.com. I'm currently rebooting a Starfinder campaign. And I'm the voice of Pokemon trainer Cory in Pokemon Seichao. Over there I also sit down with a couple of my friends and we discuss how a horror movie can be used in a haunted house setting. If you'd like to hear me talk more about horror movies, I also do a horror movie review podcast over on the Necropodicon Network. It's right there in the name, How to Survive a Horror Movie, where we talk about movies like Legion, Hush, and Quiet Place. And we talk about how the people in the movie could have survived this better and what would be our perfect sequel. That's all for me for now. You never know I'm going to have another project, so follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Don Buley. And again, thank you for listening to the Dustress Podcast. We are all very excited and very proud of what we're putting out here. And as always, the Elder Gods are watching. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. Hey everyone, this is Sean, the voice of Rick. I run an Eldritch Dream Games and GM the Eterna podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Eterna P, at Eldritch Dream, and at Dustress Podcast. We're super excited to be here and making content and playing these awesome games. We'll see you next time. Please stick around for some more messages after this. I'd like to thank our patrons, Brian Bridges, Brian Rafe, Don Bewley, and Tim Demuse. Thank you all so much for supporting the show and our endeavors as a whole. 
If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And until next time, everyone, may the Eldritch Gods haunt your dreams.